Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson, and it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Jones had just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately. He's got the handoff. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And one of the most interesting pass rush prospects in a 2022 NFL draft is Jermaine Johnson from Florida State. But he didn't start at Florida State. Had an interesting journey. We're not going to tell the entire journey today. We're going to save that for if the Jets draft him. But I do want you to have a better idea of who Jermaine Johnson is before the NFL draft so you get an idea of what the Jets would be getting if they were to select him, either at four or number 10. So, brought back one of my favorite guests. He was on to break down Hamza Nasraldine after the Jets picked him out of Florida State last year. He's the host of the Unconquered Talk podcast, talking all things Florida State. And he's joined forces with a Miami fan and a Florida fan to start the Roll-Up Network. So it's all three of the major Florida programs. A really cool concept that I like a lot. CJ Wilson. CJ, thanks so much for coming back on the show, man. No, thanks for having me. Like you said, like you said it before, um, it was a really good show in regards to the Hamza interview. You guys dropping him, really great stuff. So once you reached out to me, it was a no-brainer to uh, you know say, hey, let's do it again. Nah, I'm glad. And obviously, if the Jets pick Jermaine Johnson, we got to dive even deeper on him. 
So we'll see if that ends up happening. But for now, I wanted to unpack a little bit about him just so people get an idea. Jermaine Johnson was a Minnesota kid, but he couldn't get a scholarship to college because he was academically ineligible. So he had to go to Independence Community College. And CJ, this is where he started to get on people's radar because he was on the Netflix documentary series Last Chance U as a freshman, 58 tackles, 8 sacks, and 3 forced fumbles. And then he ended up transferring to Georgia. But before we get to that, I think it's very notable that he wound up on Last Chance U because there are people today that will still reference that when they talk about him. Yeah, we know that's a real popular show. What was one of my favorite shows. And it's crazy to watch him on that show. And then, you know, a couple of years later, hey, he's at Florida State and to kind of see that transition. But yeah, you're right. He, he actually dominated that at, on the JUCO level, became the number one JUCO prospect in the country. And that's how he was able to end up at a, a program like the University of Georgia. Um, and the, the crazy part about it, coming out of coming out of coming out of high school, excuse me. Um, yes, you referenced the grades, but just physically, as far as from a development standpoint, he wasn't near what he what he what he turned into once he went to the JUCO ranks at Independence. So sometimes different routes are are are, are best for for certain individuals because at that point in time, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't he wasn't the type of prospects, so to speak, that would go to the University of Florida State or a school like uh, a Florida State University scheme or University of Georgia, any of those things. So for him to go to the JUCO ranks and they develop his body better and, of course, get prepared mentally in regards to how the college game is and get his academics in order, I feel like that was a really good situation for him in regards to going through the JUCO ranks. Uh, sometimes it's, it's the end light of the tunnel, and we know JUCO is a real t- tough and dark road to go to when you speak to players that went through JUCO, but for him to stick it through and become the number one player in the country just speaks to what Jermaine is as a player and, and, and belittles, so to speak, what, what, what was to come for him in regards to what he did at Florida State. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, 
To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. We talked on the show about DJ Reed, who the Jets just signed from Seattle to be one of their starting cornerbacks. And he went through the Juco ringer and ended up getting himself a scholarship to Kansas State. And then obviously now he's a very good cornerback in the NFL. We know the story of Aaron Rodgers. We know the story of Keyshawn Johnson. So it's happened plenty of times. The negative, of course, is that Jermaine Johnson is now what would be considered a little bit of an older prospect at 23 years old. But we'll come back to that. He goes to Georgia and he plays pretty well there, but then he winds up entering the transfer portal as a senior to go to Florida State. So CJ, tell me a little bit about what you remember about this process about him leaving Georgia and then ultimately deciding to come to Florida State. Yeah, so at that point in time, like I said, Jermaine played at Georgia, but Georgia was so stat defensively. Um, he just wanted to go somewhere he could be the full out man and Florida State put a full crack, full port full court press in regards to recruiting him once he entered the portal and, and speaking with people close to the situation, it was just the realness of, of the FSU coaches. I'm not really sugarcoating things. We'll never know. It won't be um, given to him to be earned, but if it's earned opportunity is definitely there for you to make an impact, not only off the, on the field, but off the field. And, and so that pretty much rung a bell with Jermaine and his recruiting process, the realness of the situation and also the need for FSU to, the need that defensive end for, for FSU because the previous year we had we had two defensive end, defensive ends get drafted in the fourth round, but the opportunity to play was there for for him at FSU. Um, that along with the uh, realness of the coaches in regards to the situation, the family oriented vibes that he got at FSU, and, and let's not kid ourselves, FSU is a story program with um, a history of putting out great players and great defensive ends. So the opportunity for him to come over to FSU was just um, a chance he couldn't pass up. And it's worth noting, CJ, that sometimes when you see these guys enter the transfer portal, it's because they didn't get an opportunity or they didn't play well and they're looking for a change of scenery. As you said, Georgia was stacked, but he still did very well. As a senior, he finished third on the team with four sacks, 16 tackles, and 11 quarterback hurries. So that's why Florida State put on that full court press because you could see that if he had more playing time, he had the opportunity to be one of the better pass rushers in the country. Oh, without a doubt. Um, he was one, he was their most productive pass rusher. When you look at it from a number standpoint versus the um, uh, snaps that he played at Georgia, very limited snap, very limited snaps, but with the limited snaps, he, he uh, got the most out of that production by getting at the quarterback a lot. When you look at the sacks and the, um, and the hurries that he, that he caused. So yeah, the, the sample size was there, but once you see the sample size, it was pretty evident what he could do on a larger scale. And, and he put that on full display last year in every aspect. CJ, I wanted to ask you about his personality because you've spoken to him a couple of times and you've heard a lot about Kayvon Thibodeau and there are some people that say he's a little too into himself. He's too much about his brand. You can judge for yourself whether that's overblown, whether it's legit, whatever, but that's what the discussion has been around him. You haven't heard any of that with Jermaine Johnson. Tell me about what he's like. Jermaine is a worksman's work, a worksman's worksman when it comes to that type of attitude. He's a team. He's a team first type of guy, um, and he's crazy because his impact goes further than what he done. What he, what he did actually on the field, as far as you know, the numbers and things of that nature. The the lead by example that he did with the program, um, showing those guys how to work at a high level. You know, coming from Georgia and coming from a program like that, as far as winning, um, the the current FSU players, um, they're they're. They're not coming into a dynasty FSU where you have the um, early 90s, 80s with Bobby Bowden, the Jimbo Fisher years in the mid-2000s. 
they don't they didn't have that in regards to what the program should look like and what winners do and how you know a winning program operates. Jermaine coming from Georgia put that on full display. The work ethic was evident, leading by example, um, getting guys going for workouts, attacking workouts every day. Um, you know, like is that Saturday 7 p.m. game. And that was just the mindset that he, he instilled within the team. And once that rolled over, um, you could see trickle-down effects of, of personalities in regards to Jermaine on the current roster. And just to see him being one of those pillars and, and foundation for building a program and showing guys, hey, this is how you play at a high level. And when you do play at a high level, and not just play at a high level, attack every day at a high level, whether it's um, the film session, classroom, workouts, et cetera, et cetera, it'll pay off and show on the field. And and once you do that, you'll put yourself in and you put the you put the team first also. And once you do all those things and check all those boxes, you'll find yourself in a situation just like Jermaine being mentioned in the top 10, um, top 10, top 15 portion draft, depending on who you're going by. And just basically putting your, putting yourself in a situation to to change your family. So if you follow that mode that Jermaine that that, that Jermaine did, you you'll be in a good situation for yourself personally at the end of the day. So I feel like his personality and, and the work ethic he brought and just the winning attitude and showing guys what being a high-level college football player is and, and, and what goes in into that on a daily basis, I feel like that would be more – he's done more of that in regards to – his impact was bigger than just what the, the, the insane numbers he put on the field that made him an All-American. So you'd say he was basically a complete culture changer for that Florida State defense and the locker room. Absolutely. Um, big culture guy. And I'm, I'm – and not, a lot of people don't believe in culture, but I'm, I'm a big component on culture um, in regards to that. It's, it's a mindset within the players. Coaches can only push it so much. They can preach culture, this, that, and other. And, of course, they can they recruit guys that, that fits that type of bill. But winning programs or winning teams are always player-led, always player-led. And, and, and Jermaine was a lead-by-example guy. He's, he's, a big, he's a big part of our culture, and I feel like him leading by example will open up a bigger – Will open up. Will open up the landscape, so to speak, for FSU in regards to the culture change for the program and showing guys how the program is supposed to be ran and holding each other accountable as players. So definitely, Jermaine is a big culture guy. I know for the Jets, you guys are are a young team transitioning in regards to bringing in really good young talent and kind of trying to mold that talent into you know what it can be and what it should be. So if you bring in a guy like Jermaine into that situation, I feel like he could bring that workman attitude and that winner attitude in, in regards to changing the culture for the Jets. CJ, everybody knows there's a big difference between watching a guy up close and watching him on television or even watching him on All-22. There's a reason why scouts go to see these guys play in person. You got to see Jermaine Johnson play in person a bunch. Tell me what your takeaways were from seeing him live up close. Dominant. So I'm going to give you a story, right? Um this is the Miami FSU game, and, and, I'm, and you can go back and watch that game as, as Jets fans. He, he completely dominated that game, right? Um, so Miami is driving. They had a big run on, on like, first or second down or something. like They're pretty much driving, and, 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 and it's one of those games. Um, back and forth, we were up. They're starting to make a little comeback. So they're driving, and it's a long drive, too. This was, like, play 10 or 11 in, in the drive, Um got to like the 30 or 35 within their own territory. So tired, you know, defensive line is tired. Everyone is tired. Everyone is pretty much gassed. So Odell Higgins, who was a defensive line coach, he notices that he sends in a fresh four, uh, a fresh four in regards to coming in to get the guys out because they're doing the field the whole drive. Um, 
So four new bodies come on the field. Jermaine Wade, his, I'm, I kid you, I'm watching this live. I watched him the entire the, the entire play because I was at the game. You know, like you said, when you watch when you watch it from TV, it's certain things you can see and certain things you can't see. So Odell sends a, a fresh four in to get those guys out to get those guys in out to get some fresh legs in because you know as defensive lineman you get tired. Jermaine waves his guy, his guy off to him. No, I'm not coming out. Okay, cool. Showing the coach, no, nah, I'm not coming out. I'm, I want to make this play. We're we're reeling. I need to make this play. You're not taking me out. Not in this type of game. A rivalry against a, a game against your rivalry, my a rival, Miami. Excuse me. The exact ne- the, the the exact next snap, man. Jermaine gets a, gets a, gets a huge sack against Tyler Van Dyke. He's probably one of the best quarterbacks in the ACC coming back. Gets a huge sack the very next snap after um, Odell sends a, a sub for him. So that just shows you the type of player he is and the type of mindset he has um, in regards to wanting to be great and wanting to, um, you know, pretty much put the team on on his back. That's pretty much what he did for FSU um, within that situation. Hey, no, we're going to stop this. They're making some plays. The defense is tired. Who's going to who's going to come up and um, who's going to step up and make that type of play? And Jermaine did that for us. And to see him wave off a sub in the very next snap, get a sack. I mean, excuse me, get a a, a sack. That just shows what type of player he is, man. And it was it was real impressive to see. So that stands out the most for me in regards to um, the Jermaine Johnson um, tenure at FSU, and pretty much sums up sums up everything I just I, I've, I've been telling you guys about within 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 these last couple of questions in that one play, um, that one sequence, rivalry game against Miami. You're tired, they're tired. Who's going to make a play? Nah, coach, I'm not coming out. I can suck it up. I'm going to make this play for you, and he did that. You hear a lot about Jermaine Johnson's motor, his effort, nonstop grinding. That's more or less what you saw at Florida State. Oh yeah, definitely. When we talk about the pass rushing, this that another one. No, Jermaine Johnson is a complete player, a complete player. Physical at the point of attack. I watch him. It, it's it's not a play. He it's not a play he didn't take off, man. And every play he went hard in regards to the run game, the pass game, whatever it may be, setting the edge, making sure he's setting the edge so he can um. Make sure the running back doesn't get to the edge and bounce back to your help. The other 11 that's flowing to the ball, um, physical at the point of attack, getting the tackle off of you so you can make the, the um, tackle in the backfield for a tackle for loss. Anything we ask, Jermaine did, man. I mean, he's just a complete player. Pass rush situations, okay, I'm going to pin my ears back and get to the quarterback. Run run situations, okay, let me anchor, anchor down, get my hands on the tackle, set the edge and make a play. Screen recognition. Hey, I'm I'm getting after the quarterback. The tackles kind of bail out. Let me redirect the run to the ball. When I say run to the ball, he ran to the ball. There's no, oh, it's a screen. Oh, it's right, it's behind me. I'm past the play. I'm a jog. No, it's it's plenty of effort plays you can see for Jermaine making tackles with him just running to the ball and making sure the guy is tackled to the ground completely. Talking when we talk about the Miami game, we had a we had Notre Dame game, and this is when the Notre Dame game was the first game of the season last year. And this when we nobody knew who Jermaine Johnson was. It was kind of like, you know, okay, we got this kid out of the portal. He was highly recruited out of the portal. We're hearing a lot of good stuff in camp about him dominating, but let's actually see it on paper. And FSU fans, they they've been cautiously optimistic in regards to, you know, well, skepticism in regards to the season because we've been let down so much. So it was a lot of fans who were who were on the fence and, and not sure what Jermaine would, would bring and didn't want to hype it too much. But just the opening snap of the Notre Dame game, man, he just brought the energy and he 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 willed that defense. I think he willed that team. I think his energy in regards to that Notre Dame game and also his energy in regards to that Notre Dame game, getting the crowd pumped and and letting that letting the team feed all that and just to see him dominate Notre Dame and get after their quarterback and get after their right and left tackle 
and and be passionate about it and, and get the crowd going and things of that nature. Just seeing that and, and seeing the team kind of feed off that just shows the type of impact that a, that a Jermaine Johnson can have on not just the team, but just the program in general. The entire stadium was feeding off his energy. The entire team was feeding off his energy. And after that game, it, it wasn't a doubt in any FSU fan mind that, hey, we got a player right here, Jermaine Johnson. The rest is history. He's an All-American, um, All-American at FSU, going to, going to get um, inducted to the FSU Hall of Fame, I'm pretty sure, once that time come. One, but he has he, – well, FSU just rewarded him with the break that would be out in place in front of the Campbell Stadium for his All-American status. So what Jermaine Johnson did in one year at FSU um, was more so a career worth um, a career worth of uh, memories because we, we say it's one year, but within that one year, man, he made himself an FSU legend. That just tells you the type of player you'll be getting, Jermaine Johnson. CJ, when I talked to you before we started recording, you told me that you would compare Jermaine Johnson to Peter Bowler, who is the gold standard for Florida State pass rushers. For those that don't remember, he was an outstanding player that came out of Florida State, was a world champion, was on the Super Bowl team in 2000 with the Baltimore Ravens. And so you go back and you look at his career, and he had a fantastic career. If you take somebody, no matter where it is in the draft, and you tell a coach, this guy's going to be another Peter Bulware, they would jump at the opportunity. You really think he compares favorably to Peter Bulware? Yeah, definitely, as far as the complete player. Because we spoke earlier, um, I think it was, would it be uh, Peter or would it be uh, Brian Burns in regards to the style of play? And it's definitely Peter because Peter was a complete player. Like you said, he was he was on that Ravens um, Super Bowl team, was on the national championship team in '93 at FSU, as the single senior sack record by the way with 19 in the season. But when once he got to the Ravens, you saw a complete player that did it all: run game, pass game, whatever it may be. He he was the complete player as far as the you know, three four outside linebacker that we had. So outside linebacker slash defensive end, complete player, run stopper, and that's just what Jermaine is: complete player. And and we talk about. As far as where he ranked as a as a defensive end in the draft, and he may not be the number one pure pass rusher, which I think he can be, because FSU, we just want him to be the best player on the field, so to speak. So a certain situation where we just say, hey, don't pin your ears back and get to the quarterback, you know, play this and play that. But it may be other pure pass rushers um, that that are better that that ranks higher than him in the draft. But as far as a complete defensive end. I don't see I don't see any other defense in that does the dirty work like him and get after the pass. Just does everything as far as what you're asking for from your defensive end. Don't have to take him off the field, three down player. So yeah, definitely it, it it'll be Peter Bulwer for me because Peter did everything for us as far as that three down defensive end. Just a full full out full out dude, so to speak. Just a dude. So yeah, agree. Peter Peter Bull will be my comparison because there's no weakness in this game. There's nothing that you could point out and say ah we could maybe get away with a little bit on this if we if we attack this guy this way. No, he's a complete player. Just to give people an idea of what Peter Bulware was like by way of comparison, in case you didn't get an opportunity to watch Peter Bulware or you forgot, as CJ pointed out, he was an All-American at Florida State, one of the best players in the country, then goes on, wins a Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens, was Defensive Rookie of the Year in 1997, four-time Pro Bowler, had double-digit sacks three times in a decade-long career, one of the best in the league during the point that he was in the NFL. So if Jermaine Johnson can be anything like Peter Bulware, that would be an absolutely exciting prospect for anybody, let alone the New York Jets. And CJ, that's what I wanted to come back to now. The Jets, Robert Sala, 
What do you think? Would Jermaine Johnson be a good fit here, not just in the locker room, not just on the field in Robert Sala's defense, but also in New York? Because that's a big difference from where he's been. He's been in Georgia. He's been at Tallahassee. Grew up in Minnesota. New York is a completely different world. Sometimes guys get here and it swallows them up. We'll see what happens with Denzel Mims, but it looks like he didn't really adjust to New York all that well. Hoping for a bounce back in year three, but that might have played a role in him struggling last year. Tell me about Jermaine Johnson and whether or not you think him coming to New York would be a good fit. I think it'd be perfectly fine because just the type of player he is, like like things I told you about, he, when, he's, when he's focused on something and what he wants, he's going to be locked in regardless. So he'll know the task at hand in regards to you know the situation and playing in New York. I don't think it'll get to him. Um, and Jermaine, he's a professional, professional's professional when it comes to him himself in the interviews and um, just conducting himself as a player, a player in person in general, doesn't get into any type of trouble. Um, so, yeah, I think being in a big market like New York, well, the biggest market like New York shouldn't be an issue because I'm um, just with the type of player he is and, and the type of mindset he has. Uh, so he, he'll be perfectly fine in New York. I don't have um, any issue with that in regards to um, – being drafted by the Jets, if that, that if that's the case, but yeah, he, he'll definitely fit perfect in Robert's defense. Just from looking at what he, the vision is and what he did for the San Francisco 49ers, yeah, he'll definitely fit perfectly in regards to what Robert Robert wants. And you see what Robert and John Lynch did—they built that team from the trenches on out. So if you guys can attack that and, and get a guy like Jermaine, I feel like that'll be a big plus in the in, in regards to the progression and vision. Um, of Robert Sal's defense and what he wants to do fully. So I, I agree that, 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 would, that would be a good fit um, scheme wise for Jermaine Johnson. CJ Wilson, who is the host of the Unconquered Talk podcast and the Roll Up Network podcast, which is a podcast about all three of the major college football programs in the state of Florida, Florida State, Miami, and the University of Florida. Thanks so much for coming on and really giving us some more insight into Jermaine Johnson ahead of the draft. Really appreciate it. Like I said, if the Jets do draft Jermaine Johnson, and I hope we can do this again, but I know that you're hoping that somehow he slides a little bit and goes to your Baltimore Ravens, and then the Peter Bullware comparison will really come full circle, so we'll see what ends up happening on draft night, but in the meantime, you've got a lot going on. You've got Unconquered Talk. You've got the Roll-Up Podcast, constantly talking about Florida State and different things that are going on there. I know you said that they had the practices that began the other day. So talk to me about what you're doing and how people can follow you on social media and check out your work. So you can follow me at CJ Wilson, a five Oh on Twitter. And um, again, like you said, the roll up uh, podcast It's a podcast of FSU, Miami, and UF um, three, the three big schools in Florida, three big time robberies. But at the same time, it's like a little cousin, little brother type of robbery, so to speak. But you get information from all three schools and from each perspective and also a little bit of trash talk within that also. But again, you can follow me at on on Twitter at CJ Wilson at 850, CJ Wilson 850. And you can listen to the Roll Up Network. Um, that's the podcast and it drops every Thursday. But just wrapped up the spring game, got a couple of interviews cooking up with some players um, and some coaches and also got a thing going with some former players just trying to get old stories and things like that get a bunch of old teammates back together and just do a lot of locker room talk and just reminisce on the, on those type of days. So that's the main focus right now is just um, kind of getting back with, in touch with the old FSU community and just bringing out stories about their days in college and the NFL and things like that and what life is doing with them right now. So that's the main focus.
Make sure that you follow CJ on Twitter and check out Unconquered Talk and the Roll Up Podcast. A lot of great information there like you heard on the show today. Plus, check out playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from down under Luke Grant is doing some fantastic prospect breakdowns, including one of Jermaine Johnson that you can see right now. He did a full Jermaine Johnson breakdown, but he also did one of Jermaine Johnson at the Senior Bowl. So there's actually two separate ones that you can watch. Go ahead and view them and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Visit our store at tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt. This Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there, tpublic.com, that's tee and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes, if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing, it doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out, so if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful, and for the latest and greatest in the New York Jets podcast and content, you know where to go, that's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.